0: Nobody tells you like, "Yo, you better stay here."
1: <laughs> Listen, man, we had we had a good too because we had scholarships, and I don't know. To this day, nobody knows the real reason he left, but I still think it's over some chick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what's funny is, um, when you at UNCC. Speaking of scholarships and stuff, the computer majors, all oh my. Definitely my freshman, sophomore, and junior year all got like two grand just for being computer majors. And nobody, nobody talked about it. And <laughs> I remember one of the professors said, All of y'all get a scholarship. And we was like, really? And we looking So what's a ta- what's a, What's the attachment? Like, that's what I want to know. So the thing was it was there, and then he was like, But when this money runs out, it's gone. He was like, So if I was you guys, I wouldn't be telling your friends that you're getting a scholarship to come join this major because I think you had to just be in the major I think for one full year. It was like something wild, but UNCC was so trash, bro. I like I should have went to a HBCU, and nobody talks about which is totally fine. It ain't it don't need to be talked about. But like (laughs) um, nobody talks about like I guess with my parents it was I think there's a section of Black folks whose parents was just like yo, you got to go to a certain type of school, Mm -hmm. and I guess for me and my mom and them my cousin my cousin went to winston-salem he cut up and got kicked out i oh, had another yeah, cousin yeah. that went to a&t cut up got ki- my my mom was like you ain't going to winston you ain't going to a&t like there's <laughs> too much partying opportunities and so i went to uncc and i was just like yo and like i said senior year i knew i was supposed to be gone right like i was like wrong major wrong school completely and then
1: 10 hey, years man, later
0: it happens though sometimes
1: like I, I don't regret it and and i uh I'm an advocate for HBCUs, but absolutely. But I can also say, um, unfortunately, not all of them have the same opportunities that some do. Like mm-hmm. they're always talking about the big ones, of course. Yeah. You know the Howard's, mm-hmm. the Hampton, uh, Morehouse, spellman Yeah. ANC's in, the, in that mix, Famu. I mean, but there's there's over what, I think over 107 HBCUs. Mm-hmm. Man, if they got all the same attention or all the same research or all the same money. It'd be a whole different ball game.
0: Yeah, because is Bennett
1: still? I I I don't know what happened after their troubled last year, which is so sad. Right. I mean, I mean, I'm sure it's somewhere documented, but I I didn't follow up on it. Yeah. I Definitely, you know, supported from what I could. From there was I know people were selling <laughs> shirts and all that. And, yeah. But um, as far as I understand, I want to say someone bailed them out for the, for a yeah. little bit.
0: But um, yeah. It was one of those things that was tough because it was, like, it was all over social media that day. I mean, of course, they've been talking about it forever, right? Mm -hmm. But then, like, that day, I just remember it it was everywhere, whether it was, you know, Baller Alert was posting about it, Shade Room was posting about it, everybody was. was, And it was, like, all right, I know something came out right afterwards, like, hey, they got the money, but they're working on something else. And it was, like, radio silence. But Yeah. Yeah. It's tough, man.
1: It is. And and it's wild, you know, but, you know, the big thing now, you know, all these basketball athletes, uh, high school athletes, they're uh, talking about committing, you know, was it Mikey Williams and old boy that uh, just committed to Howard Mm -hmm. recently. So what you think about it as a
0: person go to HBC? uh, I love
1: it. Okay, I love it. I mean, I I just hope, you know, you know, they they, you know, they're talking now. That's a few years out for Mikey Williams. But like as long as he sticks to that, I think it's great. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, there's there's a lot of talent there, you know. But if 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 one person really goes to shake up the whole thing, like he can literally take charge and like take a, a HBCU to the uh, to the tournament. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying they're going to win, but they can go pretty. They can go at yeah. least a, a round or two deep, I think. Yeah. You know, and and my thing is basketball. Um, one person, especially at the college level, they could change the game for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they can help out. I think with me, I look at it and I say. um, It's going to take Mikey or um, Maker or and I know I know they're talking about LeBron uh, son yeah. is looking at central. Yeah, it's going to take one of them to go there to get like the four star recruits, like the, the ones who are like not getting looked at Kentucky for all of them. Because what happens is if you get all those four star recruits. hmm. All say we all going to HBCU, especially if they black and they homegrown or whatever and they Mm -hmm. stay home and things of that nature. Let's say all of them go and then you add just one of those big stars in there. Mm -hmm. Then what happens is you don't go one round, you go to the Elite Eight, you go to the final four. And then it's like, okay. Then you have all of these stars saying, Yo, I definitely want to check out. I think it's cool, man. I just and my my thing though
1: about it though like basketball is different than football. Absolutely. So so
0: if you look at it like obviously
1: I mean they have two rounds in a draft so you mm-hmm. you know it's a what 11 man roster maybe on a on a
0: team. Yeah, you get 12.
1: Yeah, so at, at that point like it, the chances are slimmer but at the same time you you are really about to change the sport for what we know. Absolutely. Um but I, I mean I I'm on that wave with you know the football players either there was a one a couple a couple football players decommitted from um some schools that they left some schools like mm-hmm. i know some some cats left liberty um yeah right up 29 and you know a lot of them either transfer and and i'm cool with
0: that but yeah. bring that
1: talent bring that talent to those schools
0: absolutely because we gotta get the money in hbcus i think nobody talks about how underfunded hbcus like sports facilities really are compared mm-hmm. and you know i was talking to um for those who listening We'll do an introduction of this pod later. but We'll, <laughs> we'll get there. But um, my my wife is Puerto Rican, and so her brother plays football. Okay, and he goes to he he goes to a private school, and um, so he's on an academic scholarship fully, and he plays football. So it's cool for him. But I told him, I said, man, your school I asked him why they playing football this year because of COVID. He was like, oh, we don't know. They want us to sign some paper. I was like, bruh, mm-hmm. run. <laughs> and <then> so <laughs> I told him, I said, you know, you not like you're not going to a school that's like Alabama, where they football players can't afford not to play. Right. Because the, their football team brings in over 80 million dollars a year to the Which school in insane, bro, it's a college. T- you know, nobody's getting paid. Let's go ahead and stay there. But that's <laughs> not the joke and subject. But I'm like, they can't afford to. Your school can afford to say like like Morehouse. They're not playing football next year. Yeah. Like. They can afford that. They their, their football team, but also you don't want to compare. But Morehouse them. is
1: what D two or something,
0: right? Yeah, probably so. But even that, like, nobody wants to compare Morehouse football facility to, to Alabama's or LSU's. It's right. it's not gonna be fair. But you know, I don't know, I think is gonna be interesting because you looking at it, it's like we really about to see what they willing to risk for some dollars in Which sports.
1: Is- I mean, yeah, because I mean, we've already seen now what they were risking for dollars. Now, when it comes to the sports, bro, <laughs> on, that, go- on that national stage, too, it's,
0: bro, it's going to be scary. Yo, um, if you're listening, I have a special guest. There's going to be an introduction. He's going to get to give you his name. Plus, if he wants you to know his nickname, but do not call him by his nickname out in public because you don't know him like that. Don't How know me ever? Like that. Before we get there, I have to ask this man something. So there's a podcast out there called the Hair Wraps and Lipstick Podcast. Um, two ladies, I believe they went to a also. Well, at least I know Sherelle did. But they have um, they have a question they ask every week. So I'm going to ask you okay. one of their old questions. Okay. By the way, we did no research on this pod, which is great because I get to ask the questions I want. And you guys get to get an honest response. Um, and we'll get to that, cool.
1: too unfiltered
0: exactly so give us three things somebody wouldn't know about you three things they already don't know your name so don't give them your name (laughs) um man let's see one thing
1: um y'all don't know about me i have uh eight nieces and nephews really yeah i have three older sisters okay and two of them combined have eight that's what's up so um and and it's interesting because we met one of our sisters probably about almost ten years ago now for uh-huh. the first time. Uh-huh. It was legit something out of like Mari. For- <laughs> <laughs> like she's like basically was like, Hey, I think you're my dad. Yeah. <laughs> and they got a test and it was a match. But um needless to say, it's still beautiful because like we're great. We love we love her. We love them kids. Yeah. And and now I, they just make me feel old because, like, my niece, <laughs> her middle child, just graduated from high school. Really, in Austin, Texas. I, I drove down. I was like, man, I feel old, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that's one. Yeah, I got a big family. Um. Uh, let's see. Oh, so this is one. Um. In, man, what year was this? I won. I placed in the Junior Olympics. Um, really. When I was probably ten. And uh, shot put. I placed really? six in the nation. Yeah. That is wild. Yeah. Um, and we was out in Illinois. And, um, you yeah, know, me and my sister, we were on a track team. We were kids. We used to uh-huh. travel with it. Yeah. And I ended up placing. I was the first one on our, on our team to, I think, place at that meet. So I got I got a medal and everything. And That's like, what's up. Yeah, so <laughs> it was cool, man. I was like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to go to the Olympics. Man. That was dead. <laughs> um, and then um, man, one last thing about me, man. Come on,
0: let's make it good. Oh, Don't man. be scared. Ah,
1: <laughs> uh, Um, nah, it's real simple. I mean, um, I play the alto sax. Um, really, I enjoy that. Um. You know, and in this COVID, I had to pick it up again. Okay. And, you know, you know, you know test it out a little bit. Because I'm like, man, let me go back and get into this thing. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I got a bonus one for you, actually. This is for you. Okay. Um, In high school, I did black and white photography. Really? And got good at it. Like, um, we had at a film class. We would, you know, develop the film, develop the, uh, the pictures on an enlarger in a dark room interesting and i actually won an award too really yeah oh
0: so you nice with the camera
1: oh man (laughs) so like there's a lot of artists in my family and i miss the drawing bug and the the painting bug my sister got that and a bunch of other people in my family but i got the photography skills bro um, i want to pick it back up like like that is one thing i want to do but like the black and white photography
0: I i have a it has a special place in my heart that is amazing um going back to you in the junior olympics yeah. When did you realize, like, all right, my sports career is done.
1: So <laughs> it wasn't that it was done because um, I, I uh, like I said, that was I was probably out 10. Yeah. And I continued throughout, you know, uh-huh. shot. We um, my dad, um, my dad was our coach. Yeah. For shot and a uh, shot put in discus. Yeah. Actually javelin. But um, I played football and I, I ran track. So I did I did uh I had I did sprint events and everything so we were real active yeah um and you know as we started getting older you know I, I like doing it I did it in high school but I, I I did track in high school and I stopped junior year yeah it's funny because I had an injury I broke my toe so mm. it was an indoor meet um I think it was running like the four by the four by two uh, and so it was, it's a new track, and I never really ran on an indoor track. And indoor tracks, they're uh, they're banked. So uh-huh. That means the curves are raised. Mm-hmm. I'm going around the curve. I break my toe. I, I feel it crack, pop. Finish the race. Tell my coach, I'm like, I, I think I think I broke my toe or something. <laughs> and like, oh, buddy, acted like he was like, oh, you, just shake it off. You'll be alright. <laughs> I'm li- literally limping off like. And so when I told my mom about that, she had a fit. She I bet she did. <laughs> like had a fit. And so I, in the long story, I didn't run track no more. Um, but I, I continued playing football out throughout high school. Um, we won states in, in Maryland. Uh, we won states my junior year. And That's then, um, you know, you know, when it was time for college, uh-huh. I was like, man, it'd be real <laughs> cool to play. You know, I thought about walking on at uh, at T. Yeah. Um, it, it ain't happened, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't ha- it did happen. <laughs>
0: Sorry. I had
1: to do that. <laughs> It happened, man. I, uh, I got a scholarship for academics, and I'm like, I think I'm going to stick to this because uh, it's either have a life and, and school or I'm putting sports in school. There's Bro, it's no
0: in-between. There's no in-between. So, it's spo- sports ended for sure then. <laughs> like, I, I was done. Bro, so... I played basketball when I was uh, in high school, and I went to, like, this small Christian school, but it wasn't, like, the big Christian schools where, like, the NBA players go mm-hmm. before, you know, or the overseas player, they bring them here. yeah, and they yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It wasn't that. It was, like, one of them low-budget, like, private schools. So, I'm playing... And I'm thinking I'm nice because I'm averaging like 15 a game. Not like these kids now who are averaging like 30, but they start (laughs) playing when they're three. Right. And so like. The AAU ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't doing none of that. So I remember I go to UNC Pembroke uh, for school and they show me their gym. And I'm like, yo, this is a high school gym. I was like, you know what? Their team might be a little trash. I might might try to walk on. And I remember, so I get to school and I was like, all right, I'm going to just. Like, really, really practice. I love basketball, I still do. And I remember I'm like, all right, whole freshman year, I'm gonna just try and get ready and get my body right because I knew I wasn't in basketball shape anymore. And I remember they, we had a pickup game uh, in the gym. And, bruh, first of all, I, I can't play no sports when I'm cold. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care what's going on. If You're I'm right. cold, it's a wrap for me. Like wrap. It can be extremely hot, and I will play fine. If it's cold or if I'm freezing, bro, it is a wrap. And it was freezing in that gym, and the ball was hard, and it was slippery. <laughs> and I remember I shot it, and I don't know where the ball was going. It didn't go towards the rim. And I remember everybody looked at me, and it was like, all right, bro. Just like, I was like, you know what? Basketball right, career is over. <laughs> I'm good. I'm about to just study, get my schoolwork done. So, um, so this is... The Paid and exposure Podcast. Me and you met. I don't even know. Instagram? It had to have be. been. Uh, no, I mean, I think, honestly, I think it was
1: that pod Tasia did.
0: Yeah. Shout out to Tasia. I don't know where the horns is on here. Okay, there we go. My fault, Tasia. Don't be mad. Shout out to Tasia. <laughs> Shout out to Brittany. Shout out to who else we mutually know? We know Corey. Yeah. Um. There's a, there's a few people probably. Yeah, Corey. I mean, but I know him through you. Yeah. <laughs> so...
1: Corey, um, get some more shirts bro Hey yeah yeah I, I need i need some more get busy Yeah. But, he, i mean i ha- i got the band on too like
0: oh so you rep? you know I'm what out, i'm out here shout out to cory man um you if you listen to this podcast me. you know we randomly have random music that gets played i'm no dj um <laughs> spotify iTunes please do not Sue me I don't have any money This podcast generates zero dollars I have zero money as well iTunes
1: So I'm not a part of that
0: They don't even know your name yet but hey, we don't get fine. there yeah. That is fine If y'all listen I promise you in 30 seconds it's coming If you do not know Ty Dollar has a new song With Kanye called Ego Death Kanye verse is the worst verse I've ever heard from him in my life But oh my God, It's horrible we're not even going to make it that far But if you ever listen to this song Please check it out Hold on For those who don't know I just love hitting the air horns on this thing <laughs> Also I just got a soundboard So it makes my podcast So much easier to do And uh, I'm, th- I'm grateful I'm thankful Alright this is enough before we get sued Hold on So much all right, so we got a special guest in here. First of all, what is your name, sir? What you want them to call you?
1: All right, man, y'all can call me <laughs> Deuce. I go by Deuce Noble. Okay. So, um but uh you know, I mean, not for government or nothing. But, nah, you know, that that works. <laughs> yeah, y'all call me Deuce Noble. Um, or I uh, shout out my Instagram, all that stuff. Yeah, you know? let's yeah. do it. We're gonna do so, it again at the end, but right, we need cool. it now. All right, cool. Deuce Dados on Instagram. Uh huh. Um, deuce noble on twitter i think i don't really use it like that but you you, know, you can find now. me you can find me on instagram <laughs> i only use twitter for one thing where one thing
0: okay you don't want to tell us no,
1: no no i'd use it for my flight deals okay oh i got i got the these alerts on these little these flight pages yeah and that's how i'll be traveling you be on skip lag um no but i heard about it
0: and i, I need to start using it apparently there's this crazy um story about skip lag so apparently some young guy made it yeah I don't know what he studied in computers, but he did something that's well well beyond what I did in school. Um, And he got taken to court because he was doing all these things where helping people find like these cheap deals. And apparently once he got to court, um, they said the judge was like, yo, he's not doing anything wrong. He's just finding loopholes. Right. So if you guys don't want that to happen, you need to close the loopholes. Exactly. And so me and my wife used it. We went to Cancun one time, the flight from Cancun. We... Drove up to Raleigh. Uh-huh. No, excuse me. We caught a train to Raleigh, which is $30. It's the same exact time. Right. We'll go up there. We flew out of Raleigh. We flew from Raleigh to Cancun. Cool. But on the way back, the flight was Cancun, Charlotte, to Raleigh. So we just hopped off. Yeah. Because buying it from Cancun to Charlotte was like hundreds of dollars or more. And so we just hopped before. off. So that's what Skip lag does. It's amazing now. And now you can like book directly from Skip Lag on those websites. So it's. Definitely something to check out. But, okay. I've
1: definitely done that before. Uh, well, not inadvertently. I, uh, yeah. I booked a tr- uh, flight from San Antonio. I think it, went, it was going to Dayton. Okay. But layover in Baltimore. Mm. And so I was trying to go home. Yeah i got off the flight absolutely <laughs> i got off i was like i ain't tripping
0: yeah exactly well it's funny because as you do it you get scared or at least when i first did i was scared i'm like is they gonna call me and be like right. hey, where you at and then you <laughs> realize like they never called they don't yeah, care. they don't care they're gonna and give your seat up to somebody else
1: and that's i think that happens a lot like when you yeah. when you're on a plane they're like paging such and such yeah and passenger because they checked in they just not coming to the flight exactly <laughs> like, i'm like so this is what they be doing
0: yeah it's super funny so all right we got an interesting podcast but before we get started um give me your thoughts you're a married man yes sir give me your thoughts on august alcina and jada pickett smith and will Smith. <laughs> listen <laughs> I, I i um
1: <laughs> i want no parts in that <laughs> <laughs> like if <laughs> there was a meme that went out soon after it was like you know someone's like oh i want that will and jada love you <laughs> know <laughs> and uh it was that look like oh That's what you want. That's what you want. (laughs) But, you know, um, I can say this. I'm not surprised. Um, Okay. I mean, we heard the rumors years ago about them in, like, an open relationship or whatever. But the truth of the matter is, I don't know what's going on in that man's house. Absolutely. I don't know what's going on in uh, August. Um, I don't know what's going on in his heart. Yeah. But, you know, whatever it is, I'm sure there was something there. Whether they are friends or they was helping him out with something. But at the same time... I don't know. It's interesting timing because doesn't he have a new album
0: cover? His album dropped the day his interview dropped. <laughs> you know, it's all propaganda to me. You know, what's funny is nobody's talking about the album. <laughs> Nobody. It's like, bro, you uh, have the album out, but nobody's talking about if there's a good song, terrible songs, whatever. And then for me, I look at it and I say, man. Matter
1: of fact, I didn't even know this man was still making music or relevant, bro. period. Exactly. Like, I, I mean, he had some good hits back in the day. And yeah. Then, you know. He just dropped off
0: absolutely um so let's get into your story a little bit yeah, yeah so yeah. where are you from i am from the dmv
1: okay um born and raised in gaithersburg maryland okay shout out logic you know if y'all listen to logic i listen to logic logic is from gaithersburg really
0: um, yeah he, i loved his first album
1: yeah yeah under pressure yeah that yeah, was yeah
0: especially even the deluxe version of which only has like three more songs but i like them three extra songs i appreciate it
1: that's that's the most famous person from where i'm from really from gaithersburg specifically i mean there's there's people from dmv yeah that i that i can put my finger on (laughs) wale Wale is not from gaithersburg he went wale went to my high school he graduated from my high school that i went to but he is from dc
0: okay that's cool like PGDC. i mean he, i like wale he he just cried too much <laughs> <Bro>. <laughs> he always cry man and i gotta stick by my guns because if you do follow me on twitter which i never give out my twitter account because it's like it's the podcast the sports podcast twitter handle so i guess yeah, i just yeah. gave it away but i was i'd be on there talking trash so like <laughs>
1: yeah i remember bro but I'm, yeah i
0: love wale but he got so crying his last two albums though is nice yeah I they gave, are they it was a turnaround wait he 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 dropped one like a lot this month last Mm -hmm. month yeah yeah that mixtape was good i like that yeah yeah yeah. i rock with him okay so you're from up there you went to school
1: so yeah i was up there uh i went to school at north carolina ant shout out aggie pride there you go um i majored in computer science um no and then um i got a job we're going to leave that company out but you know yeah we don't you want know. you get fired exactly but i got a job in texas <laughs> uh-huh um moved to san antonio and um i've been there for it'll be seven years in august
0: that's what's up you know i love when people come over here and they like omit information like where they work because i'm like yo i say some crazy shit on here i want nobody to ever hear oh, you yeah. like yo, yo yo such such was on your pod, and you're so congratulations <laughs> man but um so you go to a and t Why A&T? Because in Maryland, you have other HBCUs that surround the way that you have to pass to get to Greensboro. Oh, 100%. So how does that happen?
1: So um, I went on a HBCU tour. Okay. College tour. We went down to the schools in Virginia. We went down Mm -hmm. to, of course, A&T. We went down to uh, Shaw, Mm -hmm. Pham. Okay. No, no, no. no. We didn't go to Pham. We went to, uh, I'm sorry, Morehouse. Okay. And and Clark. Okay. uh, The girl went to spellman of course uh-huh. um went all the way around a and t man you know we got on that campus and i fell in love for real man <laughs> i don't know what it was like them tour guys you know i was just like yo i feel like i'm at home it yeah. felt like a family immediately went to the top of my list um my mom she was like oh you should go to penn state yeah <laughs> And like, <laughs> so in my head, I'm like, "That is random." Well, I, I mean, I like Penn State. And okay, I applied there. I got in. Okay, um, and she loved it because she's like, okay. "Oh yeah, this down the 3rd I'm like, "Who's paying for this?" Yeah, <laughs> and you know, uh, you know, it, it's funny because she was like, "Yeah, you know, TJ, um, when when you graduate, I want you to, I want you to get a scholarship This down the third because my sister was in school." Yeah, and she was at Maryland Eastern Shore, which is HBCU. Okay. Shout out the Hawks. Um, but I was like, Yeah, who's paying for Penn State? Yeah. And she's like, you know, you can get some loans and you know, pay them back later because they got a good, you know, Bruh. alumni network, you get a job. Bruh. I'm like,
0: that Bruh. doesn't sound attractive. Nah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but A and T, um, man, I had a I had a scholarship to FAM and mm-hmm. and um I went down there to visit. I think I narrowed it down to FAMU at A&T and ANT and Penn State. Um, but A and T, man, I went and visit the computer science department. It was all. Dope. It was a wrap. It was a wrap, man. I was like, I'll go. I'd rather go here and have to pay back my loans than anywhere else. Yeah. And um, lo and behold, though, I ended up getting a scholarship after that at ANC. That's dope. Like the computer science department, they had money for research laying around. Mm. Um, and so I had that. So it was really love. And it's just a family feeling. But, you know, all my Aggies know, like, A&T, it's just, there's no other experience. Yeah. And, and like, I'm sorry, you know, I love HBCUs and all that, but
0: I'm <laughs> I love with it. You know, it's funny. So, my, um, shout out to my cousin Sierra and my cousin Brianna. <laughs> and um, they went to FAMU. That's because my mom, my mom's entire side of the family is from Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. And so, my um, granddad really wanted me to go to FAMU. And this is no disrespect, fam. I got screwed over because I went to a summer camp there and they were so unorganized. Hey. It was so bad, bro. And I, and you know, it was fun actually being there. And I went to a camp there whew, probably junior year, of okay. high school. So it wasn't like, oh, this happened, I'm in the eighth grade. So it was like, it's at that point where I was like, all right, the next year I knew I was looking at school. So I had to be in the 10th. I was, I was just finishing up the 10th grade. And so um, I knew I was going to be looking at colleges then. My granddad was like, yo, you got to come here. So I go to, a, go to a camp there. And it was super cool because, which was kind of dope, because while we were doing a camp at FAMU, they took us to Atlanta and took us to Clark okay. to see other HBCUs yeah, yeah. as well. So, and it was super cool there. But I had knew before then I had really wanted to go to Clark. And, um, man, and me too. I loved Atlanta and it was like, I was like, y'all want to go here. And then my mom was like, cool, cool, cool. Who's paying for it? Yeah. She hit me with the question you hit your mom with. So yeah. mom, I was like, what you mean? She was like, well, you got in state. That's when she was explaining that to me. And then she was like, oh, never mind. This school is private. So I have fun with it. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> so, and then I made the ultimate mistake of going to UCC, but
1: that's. Hey man. Hey, listen, I was sold on Clark when we went down there to visit. Yeah. Um, one of the the i guess it was a professor or someone came out and he was telling us you know i'm 17 or no yeah I, no i was probably 16 17 sophomore junior high school and they telling us yeah the female to male ratio is 15 they hit to with, 1 they and hit i was us with like that they hit us with that too what? yeah they hit i was us like with that. oh okay okay <laughs> i was i was uh i was really feeling um clark
0: me too and, and then I, of course they drive you by morehouse and spellman and yeah. it's like oh the girls are right there and then you keep going, then you get the Clark, which is right. not that far away. Then you're just like, okay, so it's fifteen to one here. And then, then the all, all girls, schools all girls school is down the street. All right, cool, cool, cool. And then the money though. Yeah. And then Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was definitely on the list for a hot second. And then and, uh And you know how I got else I got suckered? Uh Drumline had came out right around the time I was looking at school. <laughs> and you know and these, they were
1: like we filmed it right here yeah yeah
0: they was just like yeah if you look down there that's where drumline was fil-. and i i love drumline when it came out and i was like yo i'm going and then somebody who i was talking to was like yeah well if you look at the uniforms what school you think that is and i'm like i'm not i'm not <laughs> understanding what's going on and they was like well a and t is up the street from where you live at and i'm like Yo, but I just love Atlanta. like But, right. you know, it's all good. So, right. you studied computer software. I mean, excuse me, computer science. Uh, yes, sir. And, yo, shout out to Brittany because I remember Brittany told me um, how she was looking at A&T or State. Mm-hmm. And then she went to the computer program at A&T. That's and she what said, I was looking at. She said, what's funny was when she was at State, State told her A&T had a better program than State. And she said... It was so weird to her that another school admit like hey we have the number two program but the number one program is like down the street inside the hbcu yeah Yeah. so so tell me about that that.
1: they sold me on that like um i've always been into computers my dad works in it Mm -hmm. and i started programming in high school really and so you know looking at ant you know that was like one of the reasons when i went there they were like oh yeah we have we produce a lot of engineers yeah and a lot of black engineers are number one black computer scientists. I'm like, okay, check it out. Man, um, they took me down and showed us the labs and everything. Mm. And at the time, I mean, they got even better stuff now. Yeah. I'm actually jealous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, matter of fact, they, they built it a new McNair. But, um, you know, seeing some of the professors and seeing some of the students and how they were working together. It was it was just they were going to competitions, they were winning competitions. Yeah. Against these big name schools. Yeah. And just like you said, state blowing them out the water with stuff. So yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is where I need to be. Um, matter of fact, shout out Brittany. She was one of my um first TAs mm-hmm. when I first met her. I was scared of her. Yeah, for- <laughs> Listen, I was a freshman and she basically was like, She came into the class and she's like, Yeah. Um, If y'all don't, I forget what it was, but she's like, y'all don't do X, Y, and Z, y'all about to get a zero. So y'all better make sure it's good. And I was like, Yo, who is this? (laughs) Tell me, I'm getting a zero. I'm a freshman (laughs) in college, first semester. I'm like, dog, I'm not trying to mess with her. She was, she was, she played no games.
0: She didn't,
1: and she still plays no games. But at the time, I mean, I didn't know her. I was just like, Who is this? I'm not, (laughs) not, I'm not with it at all. I'm not.
0: Brittany is funny. Um, I've been knowing Brittany since the seventh grade. Man, it's a long she time. didn't play games then. She's one of those people. I tell, um, Brittany was super smart then and was fire at track. I don't know how many people know it, but when we were in, um, bro, I, I remember this day because it was super funny. So it's raining one day at the uh, in track, but we got practice. Mm-hmm. But it stopped raining right before it stopped raining right before practice starts. So our coach was like, um, all right, y'all can't – we ain't going to let y'all do stuff. So pretty much he was like, um, y'all just going to stretch and do random stuff. And so afterwards, we're all hanging around because practice is pretty much over, but we still got to wait to a certain time because our parents still come get us. And so we just started playing games where we. the coach was like, yo, if you want to just try for another sport, I mean try for another um, event. event, you can do it now. And so we're all just laughing. So the guy who's like the fastest guy in school mm-hmm. – He's out there and he's about to do like just the 100. So he was like, um, y'all I race anybody, whatever. And he's, <laughs> but he's doing it as fun. Mm-hmm. And so we get out there. And so, and our coach was like, yo, like if y'all hang with him, you're going to be doing the 100 And the, our cultural was, if you do 100, you're not running nothing. You don't have to do nothing else. Oh. And so oh, he was oh, like, especially funny. Yeah. And so it was like, perfect. And so we line up and Brittany gets on the line and I remember everybody's like, yo, who why is this girl here? because it's and bro Brittany came in second and she was playing and the dude started really running at the end because he realized like Brittany was keeping up with right. her and he left her but um you know Brittany was just laughing at whatever and the coach went over to Brittany he's like yo yo you're running a 100 from here on out and Britney was like well I forgot what event she was doing she was like no I really he was like no 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 no, no he's no. like I don't Listen know how you it. kept up with that guy but it's a wrap you're <laughs> you're running over here now hey, and that's, so that's real and she's been cool man um so you go there so i'm i'm studying computer software at, at uncc and it's a lot of um you know that makes us in with computer science and then yeah the security people we had like four different tracks you can do and so when i'm at school it's not a lot of people of color in this whole major that's wild it's the opposite for you yeah um like
1: and it's so the i think there was one white guy really in my in my class here yeah.
0: and so I I totally understand where you guys come from when I say that people who um, work in STEM, studies, things of that nature, saying we need more people of color here. Oh, absolutely. And so because I see it because I'm like, yeah, we do, because I've been to a program where it's the same three black people that's in your class. You're going to see them until y'all graduate. Absolutely. And. Don't and you know of course if it's a female in there it's only one it's only, uh, yeah it's only one it's only one anyway and then you thinking like all right it's three other black guys I wonder how far when are they gonna be there when we graduate it's only gonna be a couple so why do you feel like it's mo- like very important for people of color to be studying STEM and and working STEM
1: oh I'm a, I'm a huge advocate for it and honestly well first like that's how I met my wife too she's mm. in STEM okay um she was in computer science uh, so we're both in it and like, yeah. we're both I mean I believe. And I've been like this, like, it's just an unglorified um, career path really? that they don't, no one sees. Yeah. And so it's funny, you asked that. Last year, I went to uh, elementary school in South Dallas. Okay. And everybody know, um, South Dallas is, that's where, um, that's that's basically where all the, all the black people are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of them. So, so I went to talk to some fourth graders, and they're like, man, I never heard of this. Really? i went and talked to him about my um my job and then yeah. i showed them i showed them this program it's just a game like a space invaders game i did in school showed them that they loved it really and one kid came up to me and literally this stuck with me and it probably will forever but he said if i don't make it to the nba i'm gonna use your career as a backup really and i was like hey man i'll Do take it. that. yeah i'll take that because <laughs> i mean honestly to be honest his chances can be slim for making basketball you know yeah absolutely but, but at the same time Kids, they don't see that. They don't see, um, you know, all they see on TV is music. You know, they see rappers. They see people going into movies, um, stuff like that. You know, and that's all the entertainment stuff. It's all well and good. They see people playing sports. You know, they see people playing basketball, football, you know, Mm -hmm. getting all this money and everything. Um, And, you know, it's all good. But, like, you can still make decent money in STEM, in this field. Yeah. And I think it's important. Because at this level, I actually do a lot of recruiting for my job, mm-hmm. college recruiting. Um, and all the companies, I can tell you, not just my company, but all the companies in IT, they struggle with hiring mm-hmm. people of color, specifically black people. Yeah. Because we're all picking from the same pool, you know. Yeah. And if we're all picking from the same pool, we're all going to, you know, struggle with that. But if yeah. we start, like, at a grassroots level, teaching kids about STEM, raising them into that, you know, mindset mindset of how things work in yeah. the, in this field um then they're going to grow wanting to do that so ultimately the pool grow so like that's what i'm a big advocate for um that's what i do you know in my free time when i can I go talk to kids about stem i love it man
0: what's some of the question kids have when when you go to oh, them? <laughs>
1: always one the top one is always can you hack can you hack my computer can you do this can you yeah. hack that seven third i'm like I mean that's not what i do sir (laughs) but um you can learn about ethical hacking yeah (laughs) Uh, you know so that's always like number one question and then they're like oh um can you can you make games or what is xyz and and how do you do this so it's always um fun questions i get but like the biggest one is can you hack x this yeah or can you can you show me how to hack my uh, mom's computer and i'm just like have you they're like, have you ever uh stole someone's identity? That was an interesting question.
0: I was like, whoo. Kids always go dark when you um, yeah, right when you talk to them about certain stuff. Like um my nephew did something. I remember uh I was driving like another person's car. And uh I go pick him up from school. He's like, Where did you steal this from? I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? Where did you steal this? And I this looked from? at him, and at first I, you get angry because I'm like, yo. Don't assume I, I don't steal. Like don't and then I'm realizing I'm like, yo, he's freaking six at this point. So he thinks, you know, he's watching all of these like, you know, Marvel movies right. things like that. And he just sees them hopping random people's cars, which is technically stealing, but you know, they go do other stuff with it, and he thinks it's funny. And so he was like, Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. but yeah, so all right, um, let's stick to that with you speaking of children and you're trying to get more people in it. Why do you think the community and we can speak about the black community but just people of color that whole community strays away from stem or don't know about it like what do Man, you think it is i mean i think it's
1: it, i don't know it, it really just stems from a generational thing i think mm. like i think stem is getting more popular and more attention now i think just from a national level but you know People don't see that. People don't see the opportunities. And then it's one of the, is that mindset thing? Yeah. If you don't see, you know, what kind of opportunities you can have in certain things, Mm -hmm. they're not going to know what they can do. Yeah. And I think it's just, like I said, it's not a glorified thing, but we got to bring more light to it. And, And that goes with any field really that people aren't really thinking about that goes under the radar. But STEM, I mean, there's so many opportunities like it's huge the amount of jobs and especially right now if you see the way technology is going absolutely but the way science is changing the game like even with this covid stuff science is involved in finding cure for that yeah you know what i'm saying and, but engineering and and technology that's really changing how everything is and i think it's so important now because we're in this digital age you have to ha- know some type of sense and what's cool about it i think kids nowadays Man, I think kids are born with a iPad attached to the hip, right? Absolutely, they come out the womb with that now, bro. <laughs> but it's terrible. But what it is is there's kids younger and younger knowing how to work technology. Mm-hmm. Um, they know how to use it, but you know because the application it, they make it so simple now. But if you if you teach a kid how to build their own website, yeah, they could become bosses at a young age.
0: Very, very, very young. Um, so you get into this field what age do you start your own business because you find ways to like help people and give and like become an entrepreneur in your own right so when does that happen
1: it depends (laughs) honestly um we were working with kids in one session it was like come up with some ideas and like you know write a kind of small little concept Mm -hmm. for it Mm -hmm. i think I don't think the age matters. If you come up with yeah. an idea, I believe anyone should try to sell it, especially nowadays. Man, you know what? They, they selling the simplest stuff yeah. <laughs> nowadays, like dumbest stuff. People selling and people selling you a bunch of lies anyway. So like, yeah. why not? Why not step out? And you know what? I talked to this one kid. He had a really good idea. And I'm like, yo, that I would take that and run with it. Yeah. If, Look, you lucky. I don't. I don't. I'm not that type of guy because yeah. I would take your idea right now because that is actually really good. And like, you don't know, like people. People are so creative. Mm-hmm. And if you sit down and start talking with them, and you know, I think people limit themselves because of their network and what they know. They Absolutely. don't. You know, and, and you know, it's nothing wrong with that. But like, when you start talking to more people, like, man, that's you got to work on that. Yeah. Write some notes down. Write some ideas down. Put it together. Yeah um you know give it to your auntie and them they might know somebody who can put together a business plan you absolutely know, and and you lean on that network but any age it doesn't matter whether you're young or old
0: yeah absolutely because you just need something to like literally spark and just to catch hold yeah and you're gone you're gone of that. like I, I think about myself i do photography now I had one random part of my life I thought I was a graphic designer that didn't work. And then like um <laughs> <clears throat> I was a guy like you know everybody has like their own little business when they in school. Mm-hmm. So I used to sell CDs that didn't oh, work. Oh my gosh. I I used to I was Who in, didn't sell CDs? Bro. Man, what was that Limewire days? Bro. Yes, bro. <laughs> I was a guy, you come to me. I had people at church putting in orders, bro. It's like, yo, they come to me because we used to go to a church where we had church on Sundays, like twice. Uh-huh. So people give me their orders in. And then when I go home between service, I come back to church <laughs> with they, uh CD order. Yo, <laughs> and this man slinging CDs. Bro, <laughs> slinging. And for those who listening, nah, your kids wasn't listening to gospel. They had me putting in all types of orders. But uh. <laughs> that was always funny. Um And then even when I was in high school, man, my best friend from high school, I used to sell him like, 20. I used to send him sodas because mm-hmm. I'd be like, bro, you getting them out of the machine for one 25, whatever, whatever. I used to just get the six pack and I'm like, yo, every day you come to school, I'm gonna have a soda for you. Just making money. But now you look at these kids now. And like you said, I never thought about it that way. It's like, hey, get your kids working on their own website as soon as they can.
1: I mean, it's easy. Um, I mean, it's so easy nowadays. Like, and you can literally go out to like Fiverr or something, yeah. Get like something built five five dollars or fifteen bucks, yeah. And and I mean with an online presence now, all these kids on social media anyway trying to make money off of TikTok, bro, YouTube, whatever, <laughs> whatever it is nowadays. I don't know what the whatever the wind blows, but
0: TikTok they jamming on there.
1: But I'm saying like <laughs> you know, and it and it's so easy, and I think that goes into just our culture. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have a misconception of bringing in multiple streams of income. Yeah. Or even starting building proper credit at a young age, mm. you know, and I don't blame my parents for that. Like, you know, yeah. not for them not teaching me that because, you know, they might not have known any better. Exactly. And, and I think it's important now, you know, this knowledge that we're, we're learning right now, like everything's open. You can learn anything. Absolutely. And I think it's important for us to pass that on.
0: So how do we get a kid? So I have like a nephew. Like I said, he's seven now. If I want to get him at least interested in STEM, how do we get to that point? Like, is it something I'm like, hey, figure out what interests him? In. Yeah,
1: I would say figure out what interests him. See what he's interested. Like, and and I t- always try to relate to them kids some way. I'm like, all right, so what are y'all interested in? Like in your sports or whatever. Yeah, I was like, there's there's STEM, there's I, there's tech and in, in, in basketball. Yeah, you know, look at the the shoes that came out the um the automatically tying junks, mm-hmm. the adapts or React yeah. or Adapt, something like that. Uh huh. I mean, I was like. you just you just break it down whatever they're interested in break it down from that from that sense because nowadays everything that we have is made from outside the stem world in some way or another absolutely and so you and then because i mean kids are smart they're super bright they know what they like they don't like and then you kind of push on that and like all right well we'll check this out see what this is and then like I have a cousin; he's really into game design, mm-hmm. and so you know, there's coding in that, there's art in that, and, yeah, and stuff. Um, so you just ask him, like, "Hey, I think STEM, I mean STEM's important." You know, some people don't want to go that route; it's all good, but yeah, but you just kind of figure out, like, "Hey, everything we do, like this table was engineered somehow." Absolutely, you know, kids <laughs> watch TV; everybody play video games.
0: You just gotta <laughs> relate to them, because um, it's funny, because like my nephew now. I don't know he this boy lives on youtube like he does and you know um i'm trying to find different things you know i always tell my sister i'm like yo figure out something like everything he's a little bit interested in let's just push a little bit further to see because mm-hmm. you know now uh, you know how it was when we were younger it was just like hey you trying some things but sometimes your people just like no nah, no nah, we ain't worried about it. like hey we got this to worry about we got this to you oh, know yeah. this but now and it's it's tough for us because a lot of things like you just said, a lot of things you can't blame our parents for because they didn't just didn't know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you know they were figuring a lot of things out because our our you know,
1: our generation is different. Yeah,
0: it's different, and then we don't have so far to go back to saying like, hey, this was our starting point. Right. Um. So that's always interested there. Interesting there. So what's like the end goal for you? Like, what's what's for you when you say hey when you look at yourself what you're doing how you're giving back like what's the end goal hey
1: honestly the end goal um it's funny that you mentioned i just was talking to someone about this recently um i want to uh i want to have an academy a stem academy Mm. where you know it's it's kind of like an after school program type junk yeah and kids are coming and learning you know a different different topics um and, and and it's education in a sense where you know i'm not trying to teach you know second graders math and reading (laughs) but like but i'm just trying to show them something cool and give back um you know because i always believe you know the kids like the generations after me are going to be the ones leading regardless absolutely and you know i'm just trying to spark the mind the brain that's going to change the world yeah so um so i think that's the end game for me like i want an academy where we're teaching these kids anything
0: on stem it's um Somebody asked me what was in go for me in this. It's an academy, but it's more or less for just photographers and new new photographers coming in because. It's not a lot of resources out there, you know, I was thinking about it today. Um, If you want to be a photographer, right. And you say, hey, I want to start. If you don't have a computer, you can't edit. Um, If you don't. A lot, of, a lot of people don't know, a lot of photographers don't shoot in studio because they don't have nowhere to practice mm-hmm. or to figure it out. Or, And I was telling somebody, I was like, I really want to create this place where it's like, hey, it's like a multi-purpose room, but you come in, there's a section for computers, there's a section for people okay. to set up photography. And it's just, it's, you know, and I was telling somebody, I was like, uh, it'd be dope to get kids in there early. Because I, I, I look at it like this. I started taking pictures freshman year, um, but I was playing around because I like I said, I was studying at that time. I was studying psychology and I moved to computers, but I was just like, all right, this is what I wanted to do. And I was playing around. I said, um, but it's no reason my junior year, if everything would have, if I would have been smarter about everything junior, year, I would have switched to business and just, okay, just did that and kept yeah. moving. And then really would have grew my business that way to figure out different things because it was, but I ain't know no better. You know what I'm saying? So it's definitely interesting there. Um, and, you know, always when you have your end goal, you'll learn your purpose and figure out. No, absolutely. And when your purpose
1: and your passion, when those cross paths is. Bro, it's a wrap. It is a wrap. It's <laughs> so like, and I realized that. And, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, it, it, it's hard to kind of, you know, cause you want to rush to that and get to that. But I know, you know, you got to trust that process. Absolutely. And, and right now I'm in the process right now. Um, yeah. You know, so, and,
0: and, uh, and, and that's all it takes really. Yeah. It's just that grind. Um, all right. We got some topics we got to run through. Right Real
1: quick. quick. Uh-huh. So on this photography piece. Um, yeah. There's this book I found recently. I okay. Went to, I went to this black owned art gallery. Don't in y'all L- love when people come here with things to give back? I love it. In, in Little Rock. Listen. And so it's called Picturing Us. Okay. African-American identity in photography. Okay. And it's, it's I haven't read it yet. I just picked it up. Okay. And I'm hoping it's going to be a dope read. But I'm t- look at that. Because for you. I'm sure that can help you along
0: the way. Give us the name again.
1: So it's called Picturing Us. Okay, cool. I'm the African-American Identity and
0: Photography. I'm about to look it up, bro. Yeah. I bet. I got it. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, Kanye running for president. You voting?
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm voting. For who? I don't know.
0: <laughs> Kanye's Kanye running, man. He didn't file any paperwork.
1: At j- all. He's at already a- missed a lot of states' deadlines.
0: Yeah, but he's running. He's running. So
1: (laughs) I saw a picture of him and Elon Musk. And I'm like, man.
0: Why do you let me ask you, and this is random, and I don't expect you to have like the answer, but I'm just asking it. Why do you think people like Kanye do stuff like this? For attention, bro. (laughs)
1: Like think about it. I mean, you can you can look at it one or two ways. Kanye's crazy as hell. And which is true. You don't want nothing to do. Or he's literally a calculated genius. Yeah, I mean uh, there may be slight in between, but it's a thin line. There, but if you think about all his rants over over the career that he's had, mm-hmm. I mean he's had so many ups and downs, and you you can't not talk about Kanye when you bring up certain things. Yeah, and like <laughs> like I think I am for sure done with the guy. Like I like his shoes or whatever. Yeah, and everything, but like man. It, when you when everyone's like write him off write him off he comes back and he's back in the headlines with something it was something else with something <laughs> else like you it's almost hard to say you hate the guy but i mean he's different for sure it's
0: it's interesting there um i don't know what to say man i just felt like you know i was on twitter i was actually on twitter Looking at my feed and then it was like refresh and I refreshed it and he's the first person there. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, this has to be a joke. And I'm like, all right, maybe it's gonna get deleted. But it was. Then I hop on Facebook like 10 minutes later and it's all on Facebook. I'm like, yo, this guy's is, is wilding out. Um, a lot of sports teams now are getting forced to change their names. Hmm. You know, what's interesting about that? What's that? I grew up and still am
1: a, a Washington fan. Uh huh. For football. Um, but.
0: I'm a big advocate of them changing that name. Yeah. Um, what you th- what is the feeling like being around that area, growing up in that area? are people stuck on that name up there?
1: Uh, I-, I could say I mean it's almost like a 50 50 split, okay, so to speak or or even le- or even more for people not wanting to change it. Um, and f- from the arguments I hear, people are like it's it's the lining history of football. Mm. Or whatever. cool. But like, if you take a look at it, like, bro, it's is ignorant. It is. It's very it's ignorant. super ignorant. And very. like, and here, my thing, growing up, and and it might be, I might have been ignorant to it. But growing up, I mean, I didn't really know, think much about it, yeah, or no, um, and but you know, did my homework, did my research. And I'm like, okay, nah. I mean, I understand, yeah. And people have <laughs> have been advocating for a change for forever. Um, I don't like Dan Snyder. Don't like him at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Driven by his house a couple of times too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, it's just funny because um, we were having the same conversation like you said years ago. Mm-hmm. We've been having it for the we, last. We've been having and it. And it, I always tell people, I say, if natives come out and say, yo, it's not cool, then yo, cool. We could, it's a wrap. It's like, a wrap. It shouldn't even be a second conversation. It should not be a, well, you know, some of them are cool with it. no, but, no, 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 no. no, no. It is, it's annoying you, bro you know what's what's
1: i guess i don't know if it's funny but if you think about think about it well it's been a while since a nfl team has changed their name yeah like and i mean yeah if a team moves they, they'll then, do some then stuff They'll yeah. of course move it but i mean rarely right i mean yeah the raiders just moved the rams has moved they've been the rams for forever yeah um and but everyone was talking about in DC they were talking about you know hey we changed from the bullets to the wizards without blinking an eye and nobody yeah. cared. Absolutely. But like you know the bullets just because they didn't want to DC to D, when DC was murder capital. Yeah, you know they were like we like, oh, that's kind of looks <laughs> bad. Yeah. But like but here's my thing so yeah if it starts with the Redskins um you know the the Cleveland Indians are talking about yep, it. So are we them. going to talk about the Chicago Blackhawks? Exactly. Well, I was going to talk about Florida State Seminoles. Yeah. Um, even the chiefs like they're talking like they don't want any reference at all. Yeah. But literally Redskins is derogatory. Absolutely. It's like,
0: yeah. It, so for me, it's a no brainer. But you know how
1: people give it up. Hey, man. I mean, people, you know, out here protesting for the bars. Oh my! All right. <laughs> <But I> mean,
0: <laughs> that's the feds right there listening to what we got going on on my apple watch um you know it's funny today i asked it's this older white woman who i follow on facebook i don't even know how we we start following her i, how I start following her i've never met this late in my life but she's mad she's cool but lately she's been posting like of all this protesting and she's just like oh my goodness she you know we had to have a conversation today and we had in our dms about um the difference between black lives matter the organization versus the hashtag and what it stands for versus not you know in her mind when she sees someone's looting she's thinking that um basically black lives matter is like yo going to target and steal everything you can so we're we're having that conversation bro and it's, okay it's getting on my nerves but um i guess what i kind of want to hear from you is how how are you doing with everything that's been going on? With all, you know, it seems like it's, it's a revolving door of things going on.
1: It's a lot. I mean, from a mental state, it's it, you're tired. You're literally yeah. tired. Um, and one of the things, you know, I've been interested about, and even just at work, at a corporate level, I was shocked, you know, that, you know, a lot of our leadership even spoke out about it. Mm. Um, because even at a corporate level, we don't have many black leaders. There's... Yeah. there's Probably two yeah, to three at the the executive suite. But my thing is, you know, great. You know, we've been talking about this for years. Mm -hmm. So none of this is new, really. Yeah. You know, I think, though, that this time it's all does seem a little different. Like, it seems like people are listening a little more. Mm -hmm. seems like people are finally trying to break loose. But. My thing is, you know, we've talked about it. We can talk about it some more, but let's start putting action. Yeah. Like, you know, put dollars where they make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Start doing actual change. Yeah. You know, and and I don't mean actual change by, oh, we about to go paint the street. Cool. Yeah. That's good. But we're asking for specific things, not even specific things. Like, one, can you stop killing us? Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, Can you defund the police? Like, these things are real things that need to happen. But, I mean, like. You know it man i can go down a rabbit hole but like at work so so i'm a developer right yeah and so at work you know we use some this subversion in tool called git and in git you have um your code and your code lives on basically your main code lives on a master branch yeah so they were talking about like should we not call it master branch anymore <laughs> and i'm like who i mean okay who cares because yeah like, I mean, in some in some parts <laughs> of engineering, they have like ma- I, um, I forget what class, but they have like a master sli- master node and then slave nodes. Uh huh. Like, okay, I get that. That's a little. You know, yeah, absolutely. But like, my master branch, like, and then you branch off your master branch. But I'm like, who is thinking about that? It'd be like nobody. White people. Oh well, we could change the master branch name. <laughs> or or or, or in Texas realtors, they're no longer using um, master bedroom for the floor plan name.
0: Yeah, yeah, I saw that
1: okay bro (laughs) like i i get where y'all what y'all trying to do y'all trying to act
0: like anything (laughs) like we can't overcompensate in the wrong areas and that's what it is that's exactly what it is bro
1: (laughs) no one was even thinking about this but you out here like we're gonna change this up we we literally was like can you do this
0: can you just not kill us
1: yeah can you can you take a look at the police system and reforming
0: hey man no more master bedroom we're just gonna in the main bedroom <laughs> hey this is hey this is the big bedroom basically <laughs> like not even i saw that and i said um you know it was funny because uh uh somebody I wrote like yo we asked you guys like to not kill us and you just put black squares up like but we still don't want you to kill us like right. we we got to get to that point where people are understanding you know i i tried to explain to the lady today and shout out to her because I was trying to s- explain to her like the difference between the organization and just the idea of Black Lives Mattering, And um, she she still was a little lost, but it, I was like, you know, what, it's all good, man. It's just. This is awesome. I'm with you. It is. It is. And
1: like, I mean, like I said, this this has been going on like we've literally grown up yeah. seeing multiple instances I mean, and I think it gets worse and worse just because everything's recorded now. Yeah. Like bro. people pull out their phone. Bro. Imagine if we didn't have smartphones and cell phones. Like, can you imagine bro, all we, the mist
0: stuff? We'll still be confused. I mean, you have a lot of people that's still confused now. People just say, Yo, you're lying. You're making this up, bro. You're making this up. It's not real. Um, so it's you know, I, I tell everybody here, if you do have the energy and the time, please speak to people that's around you. I mean, try to educate them because it is, oh, it's getting absolutely.
1: time. And honestly, I've been, I've had, uh, coworkers reach out to me. I was like, yo, mm. like literally, um, was like, Hey, I want to, you know, understand your experience, you know, being a black man and stuff. Like, and I'm just like, like, yeah, I'm tired <laughs> of that. But also, you know what? I'd be wrong to not want to educate somebody just absolutely. for wanting to know. And I think that's really where it lies. Like you mm-hmm. got to
0: educate. You do, you know, um, because some people really might not know and that's okay bro nothing's worse than you get on a photo shoot and you have your client and they're just like it's crazy right and then you're just like uh because of course they're not a personal color or they may not be a person color and they're like it's crazy right and you're like what are you talking about you know I, I tell the story all the time I probably should stop because the girl's <laughs> gonna hear and she's gonna know I'm talking about her I had a, uh, a client tell me happy Juneteenth mm-hmm. when I did her photo shoot on Juneteenth and I was like thanks and it was just so random, and it was randomly put. But I was just like, whatever, man. And then um, I told my wife, and my wife had saw it the day before, and she's my wife goes, yeah, she asked me what what was Juneteenth. she never heard of it, didn't know what was going on. Right, right, right. And she was like, I told her, and she was just like, oh, that's interesting. Like, she was just, like, oblivious to everything. And so for the next day, for her to see me and just says, hey, and I was just like. What are we doing? You know, it's that, but then I get a lot of people who I take pictures of who who really think this is like fake. Yeah. Because they live in a different world. Then of course, me or you, especially being you know, it's tough being a male and you know, let's not even get into like how tough it is being a black woman. Like it was just something it we is. can't understand. Right. You we can't relate to we can't understand it, but then like it's it's crazy, man. It's exhausting. It is exhausting. Um, before we get out of here, I need your Instagram again? Yeah. Tell people how to get in contact on the sites that you want them to find you on. Yeah. They will find you. Are they right?
1: <laughs> nah. Like Instagram for now. Uh, deuce Dados is D E U uh-huh. C E D E D O S. There we go. So that means you know the Deuce of two. There. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you know some Spanish, um, but yeah, find me on Instagram. Um, uh, I may shout out the Twitter plug later. Um, there we I'm, go. I'm off Twitter right now. Uh, in the process of reconstructing that whole little scene but yeah man just find me on instagram um i'm in the shoes i'm in it i'm in the traveling your favorite
0: pa- pair of shoes that you own right My now. grail okay so so give me your favorite pair you own and then if you could get one pair if it if you could say i want this one pair of shoes but give me your favorite one that you own now
1: um the favorite one i own right now um we're gonna keep it all the way up buck. it's the I have the uh, Obsidian ones that came out last mm. year. So the UNC colorway mm-hmm. ones that came out last year. I love those. Um, the Jordan one is my Grail shoe. Okay. I love that shoe. Um, and let's see a shoe that I absolutely want. Oh man, um, hold on. We got to look it up because. Okay. I, listen, I got a list, bro. I got, <laughs> yeah. I got, I, I'm out here with so. But outside saw the shoes, um, like I said, I'm in the stem okay um yeah, i'm in the software development real big and also i'm I'm, I'm in a traveling man um uh, i love to travel love to see the world oh,
0: i got some more questions now
1: hey it's, man throw them.
0: what's your um what's the favorite what's your favorite country you've been to
1: so far yeah um it probably would have to have been uh france okay um man we had a good time out there um Although it was cold when yeah. we went.
0: <laughs> what time of the year you went? February. Oh, nah, bro. <laughs> yeah. Snow for me. Yeah.
1: So it was cold, but man, it was so beautiful out there. Um, and the food was great. For real? Like, yeah, it was different. It's just different. Um, but yeah, that was so far the favorite. We, But yeah, we went before Corona shut down. Actually, we, we got a chance to go to Brazil.
0: Oh, you went to Brazil? It was pretty cool. I yeah. loved it when I went. Wait, did, you go, did you go to Rio? I went to Rio. I went to Rio. It's 2020. It wasn't 2019. It had to be 2017. And it was the worst like way of getting there. We get all the way to Reagan. Mm-hmm. No, BWI. Okay. We get all the way there. We walk up and me and my boy get a lady a ticket, blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, passports, we scanning, we ha, ha, ha. Key laughing key and shit, in. key keying and shit. <laughs> and then she goes, all right, so where is your, um? damn, what's the word I'm looking for? Where's your visa? Ooh. We was like, what you talking about? Ooh. She said, where's your visa? I said, ma'am, huh? <laughs> so she looks, she looks at us and she realized that we are being serious. She put her hand in her She put her head in her hands. She said, Here you guys go. Go upstairs. They'll help you. So my boy goes, Oh, will we be able to like get it today? And she just looked and goes, Oh, uh, just go upstairs, they'll help you. Go (laughs) upstairs. And so now me and him is sweating. Like we like, yo, what you mean? Mind you, you know how it is when you're going out of out of the country. You start telling people. People know you leaving. Right. You about to be out here. Yeah, because you got to let people know. Like, yo, you might not be able to reach me in whatever times. Right. So we get upstairs, and ladies like, y'all thought y'all was going to Brazil with no visa. We were like, yeah, we had no idea. She was like, did you guys go on the site and see like what's required to go out of the country? Like, but you don't need this- it now, right? Well, no, I don't think you don't need it now. Of course, they ain't letting nobody get in anyway. Right. But um so we go and the lady's like all right you gotta go she gives us all this information she was like you ain't going nowhere today she was like i'm gonna move your flight till tomorrow so we like all right so me and my boy Iz, shout out to Iz, and so we're like all right the next day we wake up she sends us to like the brazilian like embassy or like something in dc mm-hmm. she's like go here so we go there course no like they speak english so but when we walk in i think they thought my boy was brazilian so they speaking portuguese to him <laughs> and he's like no i don't know what you're saying I don't know. and so the lady is laughing and then she look at us and she was like y'all thought y'all was going to brazil with no visa you know, and then so we were like no and my boy was like ma'am is there any way we can get on a flight today or tomorrow she was like if you can show us that one of your family members is dying and you really got to go to their funeral tomorrow you can go she was like, but I wouldn't speak that onto your family. <laughs> and we were like, all right. So we would be going in six months. And we like pushed it out like three months after that. We went like, um, might have went a month and a half, two months later. Okay. And it was amazing. The food down there was bomb. Yeah. Was bomb. No, yeah. I loved it. Absolutely. When did, where, where did you go?
1: So uh, me and my wife, we went to Rio. We okay. Flew, so we flew into Sao Paulo. Okay. And then we went to Rio. Okay. We, so we flew to Sao Paulo, then flew to Rio, was there for a few days, flew back to Sao Paulo, was there for another few days. Dope yeah the, the and food it was bomb, bro. and it was um they were having some pre-carnival events in mm. sao paulo so like we stayed like in the downtown area and it was crazy yeah parades <laughs> yeah all day <laughs> it was wild but like that's like one of my favorite things like you know the food out, out of the country like
0: man bro it's first of all it's so much cheaper what
1: i took <laughs> i took a the uber i took it we took an uber it was at least, we were in the Uber for at least fifteen minutes. It yeah. was two dollars. Yeah. Like no, no, US dollars. Two yeah. two dollars for an Uber.
0: I was like, how is this possible? Was, it's <laughs> so much cheaper. We um Bro, we went to a restaurant. So I'm gonna tell you this story. So we go to this restaurant and it's just like Chimas, it's just the Brazilian steakhouse down there. And so they bring out all this food and we like we eating it. And so the dude is like, All right, cool. My boy, he was like y'all want to drink mind you there's no prices on their menu on the menu they gave us there's no prices yeah. so we like yo this about to be a grip right? right so we like all right it's cool my boy was like what you think about it all our food been cheap so maybe it's a little bit cheaper he was like bro they was bringing out trays of desserts to give us and we were like no we're good they were <laughs> like nah so you know they just cutting up food we're enjoying ourselves man we get the bill and my boy was like how you want to do this i'm like yo we just split it like whatever, like how we usually been doing. I was like, yeah. but we might just have to use our credit cards and just deal with this later because yeah. we don't know how much it's going to be, bro. Imagine for everybody who don't know, if you go to Chima's now, I want to say Chima's is like 90 something a person or like at, right at a hundred a person when it's not rest, restaurant week is like 40, but it starts yeah. like whatever. Yeah, I know, Bro, we both ate for like $47 total Man, and we nice. ate so good and my boy was like, you trying to come here tomorrow? Like, we can eat here every day. Like, like we can eat every good. Day. It was amazing down there. Um, so let me ask you this. So I went with my boy. We get there. Like I said, when we get there, the lady at the Airbnb we staying at, she she thought he was Brazilian also. Okay. So she was like, y'all be safe, but don't be going nowhere where you're supposed to be at because they're going to get you. Oh so my God. like she gave us a heads up and she showed us when we stayed in um, Rio, like right out on top of her apartment complex, um the the favelas was like right across the oh, way. Okay. She was like, Don't go there. Like yeah. I don't care what you guys think. Yeah. She was like, They do tours there, but they only go early in the day and you gotta go if you're gonna go with them, like just be super careful, whatever, whatever. She's like, When the sun goes down, do not make your way. So we was like, Nah, we good, we good. So you going with your wife, did you feel safe?
1: Um, I felt safe, but we were very cautious absolutely um so the thing is we didn't have like any tour guide like don't go to this area don't go to that like, yeah we were like just look up stuff on our own and yeah. go over there like so we went to the um what's it called the like, escadaria Celleron, the stairs the steps, okay so that everybody take the pictures at. absolutely so we, we went wanted there, to go there. <laughs> so we went there and like when we get there, it's just about dust. So it's getting yeah. dark. And I'm like, okay, we so okay. But like, but there's a there's a little party area over there. I forget the um, I forget the area, but like that's where like a lot of clubs and bars are. So yeah, we kind of just walk from there and walk over there. Um and it wasn't bad. There's was a lot of people over there, it's pretty yeah. lit, uh, well lit, and there was like food trucks and everything. So yeah. we were straight for the most part. Um and we walked a couple other times, like the hotel we were staying at, we kind of walked down the street to this restaurant, but we were just cautious. Because yeah. like everyone everyone always says, You're not scared? I'm like, I mean, I'm not I, I've never had any trouble out the country yet. Yeah. Thankfully. Um so so I'm always just like keeping a lookout.
0: Yeah, and that's how you always always.
1: But like I know there's certain areas we shouldn't go to. And I probably break some of those rules sometimes. <laughs> like yeah, cause as soon as you get caught, like I can I can muddle my way through a Spanish speaking country, but yeah. Portuguese
0: whoa bro it's different <laughs> whoa it's, di- it's so different bro i just remember um she was like yo y'all be careful and then she pointed at me and she was like you especially look be careful because yeah. you don't look brazilian so they yeah and like she um we was looking up she said it too and then our dude at her airbnb the doorman he told us too he's like if y'all go on the street and it's looking kind of sketchy and the lights go off run mm. and then so we were like <laughs> we was like All right. And he was like, but he was like, if you need somebody, let us know. We get somebody to go with y'all. He was like, but y'all just be careful. But other than that, and this was, we might've went like a couple of months after the Olympics happened. Okay. And so with that happening, um, a lot of infrastructure was there that wasn't there before the Olympics. So, you know, they were used to seeing other people and they were just like, yo, don't be walking around with your phones out. Don't be right, doing right. stuff crazy. Yeah, no, like, don't look like a square because you're gonna get like no, absolutely.
1: <laughs> we definitely saw someone, um, so when we were in uh, Sao Paulo, definitely saw somebody uh get their phone snatched and dude ran. Yeah. So it's funny though. So like I said, there was parades going on in Sao Paulo. So there's like this, so dude was running down the street trying to uh get his phone back from Dude, took off on him. Yeah. And then so this this group, I think it was a group of like construction workers they saw, they took off running after dude too. Yeah. They call him. Busted his lip and and it carried him back. I was like, "Yo, I was like, that's wild." Like they were definitely wild out there. They were. Um and like you know and there was a lot of people out there, so we wasn't trying to be like too too out there. But I mean, yeah, you know, we we just kept a lookout, kept keep your head on a swivel. That's all you need. That's all you got to do. <laughs> keep
0: your head on a swivel. And with my boy, he was like, "Yo, all right, I need a picture, but we're gonna take it here. Take it. We don't care how it's look. We we'll figure out editing process <laughs> later." And so, but um. It's still it's a very beautiful country oh yeah absolutely and i was pissed we didn't get to go see the christ redeemer oh, statue oh my god amazing
1: Bro. Ooh, i got a story about that let's hear it I know. so look <laughs> so we um super ironic we halfway across the world we're in brazil uh-huh. in southern hemisphere right um so we get up we're like all right bet let's um i was like we're gonna do the uh, christ redeemer tomorrow i just got the tickets cool so we get there and you have to so we got tickets like to take the train up Okay. Because there's a train that goes up there. Uh uh-huh. um, So we get there, and you have to be there at a certain time because it leaves at a weird time. Yeah. So we get in our tickets, boom, we get in, like last minute, get on, we sit down, and it's really like a little metro train. And then like we about to take off, doors about to close. Two, uh, two becoming this couple. And they look at us and they're like, "You guys went to A right? <laughs> and T, right?" Right. And we're like, "What?" And and then and then she and then um she goes, she's like, "You're Deanna, right?" And uh, my wife was like, "Yeah," <laughs> she's like, "Yeah, I know, I follow you on Instagram." kid. out of here! Like she's like, "Yeah, because you're friends with Brittany and them and all that." So these two Aggies step on the train, and they are on. They were on a leap year, meaning they quit their jobs and they were traveling the world. Wow! Like literally, they just got to. And like, how ironic that is they got on wild. the same car at the same time. We halfway across the world, and like we didn't wow. know. I didn't know them in school. Yeah, I knew. I knew of the girl yeah um but shout out to um they are the baileys the baileys go on instagram shout out to them um but they were literally just that's how, amazing. how random is it like bro. we're halfway <laughs> across the world and meet some aggies look this is why this is why i love ANT and aggie pride like that's bro that is literally
0: worldwide bro bro that is dope um we we're supposed to go to christ redeemer statue so we get there we go we sign up i think it's called viator or whatever the look like tour website yeah, yeah, is. yeah, yeah. We sign up. We get there. Mind you, only thing we got is WhatsApp to communicate, <laughs> okay, right? Yeah. So we call the people We're like we're here. They don't answer. We call. Finally, they answer. They're like, "What's up?" And we're like, "Yo, we're here for this tour. Like, where are these people at?" And they're like, "We'll call them." And then they just text us back. It was like, "Yo, they're not coming. We're so sorry." I, and I'm texting them back. I'm like, "Bro, we leave tomorrow. Like, <laughs> we don't come across. It ain't like I can just come yeah, back here next weekend. You can't come across." And um. I say Americans are lazy because the guy beside us, he started speaking in Portuguese. Mm-hmm. And we're like, we don't speak that. So he goes into Spanish. <laughs> we're like, we don't speak Spanish. And he says something else. I don't even know what language it was. We're like, we don't speak that either. I think it was like French or something. He, like, he goes, Y'all speak English? And we go, <laughs> Yeah. He goes, Okay, cool. And he just starts speaking to us in English about like his trip. And I was just like, I go, So you just know like, for a different language right. he's like oh i know a couple more i was just gonna go through them just to figure out he's Whoa, like really uh, yeah he was like yo where's the bus at we got to go to the statue and we're like me and my homeboy are looking at him like no no no, we need to go back to all these languages you were just about to sift <laughs> through until we got there and he was mad cool and we was like can you he was the one who finally got the people on the phone and he was able to speak to them and mm-hmm. like all different languages whatever and he's like i don't know but they're gonna write us and then finally they were just like it's not gonna happen. So I wanna go back. I wanna t- the reason I was asking you about if you felt safe with your wife, because I wanna take my wife. Yeah, yeah. And cause um she like you know, we like going places and then the food is always good and it's yeah. cool and it's yeah. You know, uh, I definitely speak. So
1: I mean at that point, when it's stuff like that, stick to this torsey stuff. And well, it's yeah. what we did. Yeah. Um, you know, we went out, you know, to um the the bars or whatever, but I mean yeah. we took Uber. Um so it's it's, it's about how, how comfortable you are with that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, my my wife she gets real queasy in the car. Well not okay. queasy, but like she's real uncomfortable. Like and them turns, be tight. Oh, bro, bro, they, they <laughs> going up them hills, they be <laughs> yeah, <laughs> But uh, outside of that, um, yeah, man, it was it was a whole good experience. Um, and even in Sao Paulo, we we was walking down Paulista Avenue. Yeah, that's like the big strip out there. Yeah,
0: and then um, yeah, man, and we went somewhere else. Like they had a lot of shops and stuff. nothing's um nothing's more amazing when you realize well we woke up on sunday we couldn't figure out where everybody was okay sunday morning we were like what is going on in this city yeah because nobody's out so we go get something to eat from did you go to sugarloaf mountain no we didn't get to go to none bro we was trying to and then finally one day we just walked until we couldn't walk anymore (laughs) and it was amazing doing that and then um But when we're doing all this, the guy was like, oh, we take religion super serious down here. So half the stuff won't be open to this afternoon. He's like, everybody's in church. He's like, so we'll catch y'all later. He was like, come back out later. He's like, everybody be out. And sure enough, around like four. um, I was still caught off like just by how close it is to the equator. So the sun is literally up in the middle of the sky at six and it's gone at six too. But it's a beautiful country, man. I think more people should go. um, And you'll honestly be thankful because... So much of the country is like in poverty, but it's just like, it's still a beautiful place to be, but it's just, it's interesting, man. No, I absolutely, it. absolutely. So you find your shoe that you want? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So this shoe, um, and it's, it's insane, but like the <laughs> LeBron 15s, the kit, they did a, um, collaboration with Kith mm-hmm. It's called the King's cloak, man. Them things are so fire. You want those? I want those. Those are probably, those are the ones <laughs> I'll take and they right now on StockX are going for five
0: thousand. All right, Brittany, we need you guys. To just send us a pair. Thank you. you we know what I'm appreciate saying? you, <laughs> bro. Um, my favorite shoe is the what the Kobe's right there behind you. Okay. My wife got those for me, um, for our one year anniversary, and I've been talking about these shoes since the day they came out. Which she knew me. The she I was just some random guy at work, but I wanted them. I still want the red October Yeezys. Oh man. And
1: man, did you see what Yeezy said about that? What Nike he said. Give it to people what they want. If they yeah. can do some retro releases. I hope I, they do. I, I'd go for the Red October. Bro,
0: go. I seen them in person. I was in Toronto one time, and that's the only time I ever seen them in person. And they look amazing, bro. Which, Toronto's another cool city, too. Yeah, I want to go there. Go. It's cool. And the food is bomb, too. Yeah, I've heard. I'm, I'm down to go anywhere. Bro, you don't realize how good food is until you go out the country and try it at other Man, places. Man, what?
1: <laughs> Man. So, you know what's so crazy? I've had some Thai food really really good Thai food in Mexico
0: oh really (laughs) yes
1: in Tulum Mexico like Thai food in Mexico like I mean it's already you know one thing to get Thai food here yeah that's good but like I mean
0: but yeah bro we went to um me and my wife went to Cancun one time and I tell everybody if you're ever if you ever go into Mexico and you have to fly through uh Cancun International Airport I forgot the name of the restaurant. They had the best tacos in there ever in your life. And it's like literally somebody's grandma's in the back just Ooh. cooking. They're so bomb. But we're out there, and, um I don't know why we were in Cancun, but we was going through. We're eating on the side of the street. The food was so good, man. This big-ass pelican. Flew up and just stood beside <laughs> us while we're eating. My wife was screaming, bro. But it was so funny. And the dude was like, Oh no, it's our pet. he will be fine. Don't worry. <laughs> our
1: pet? A pet pelican. Man. And That's so we stupid. were
0: like, and she was like, Is it really y'all's? He's like, No, but he comes here all the time and we feed him. So we call him our pet. It's the funniest thing, man. It's um, it's a beautiful thing. All right, man. First of all, I wanna thank you for coming on. Absolutely. I man, appreciate you. I appreciate that. Uh-huh. Uh, we're gonna have to make this photo shoot happen one day. Hey, Amen. One day it'll happen. I-, I promise it'll happen. If if anything. Now I know you in Dallas. Yeah. That ain't, that's a quick ride. Dallas, what? That's the most central airport in the country? Yeah, probably. From what I heard, you can fly anywhere in the country for like no more than three hours. Is that true? It, I think so. It sounds about right.
1: Because, I mean, three and some change at that. But yeah. You know you probably
0: land early. But yeah. Because they like the furthest you go like from here to Cali or here to like Washington State yeah. or New York. They were like whatever the, the case is. It's like you're not going to be on the plane. I know it's no longer than four that, hours. So now was, that
1: sounds right, though. And that I'm sounds like, right. That's ridiculous. Yeah, and we got two airports, D- DFW and Love. Shout out, shout out to them. See, you know. And what? you know, and you know what's crazy? Um, Southwest is headquartered there, and yep. so is American. So really? Ameri- American got DFW, Southwest got uh, Love.
0: Interesting. All right, you know, we're so gonna make this them, happen. Them, them, flights, them flights be a uh, real cheap. That's what I hear. Listen, I need to, we need to go there. You know, I'm gonna talk to my wife when I get downstairs. <laughs> anyway, man, we appreciate you, man. And we're gonna holler at y'all next time.